Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand the ghost of a chance? Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Grenation Radio Podcast Network. Recording this. Early Wednesday afternoon, probably listen to this on Thursday. Big reminder, big check, big plug. This Saturday, November 13th, both myself and my Odds and End Zones co-host, Alonzo Jones, will be at the legendary, the iconic Mitchell and S flagship store at 1306 Walnut Street in Center City, Philadelphia. From 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., recording a live episode of Odds and End Zones. Come out to it. Buy some vintage Eagles gear. Maybe give us some hot takes and hop on the pod yourself. I love Mitchell and S. I'm wearing, if you're watching this on YouTube, two things to remember at YouTube. You can watch all of my podcasts, all the episodes of Odds and End Zones on YouTube channel. I stream right on YouTube. Wearing my one of my favorite shirts, my Phillies tie-dye shirt. I wear this on the podcast all the time. And I got my nice Mitchell Ness Eagles throwback knit hat. Got to Got to pick one of those, one of those up on Saturday. If you're not able to come to the show live podcast on Saturday, it will be streaming live. It is a live podcast on the BGN YouTube channel. You will find a link to the YouTube channel in the podcast description on your podcast platform of choice. Please subscribe and check out the podcast. If you cannot make it to Philadelphia on Saturday, if you can, the great folks at Mitchell and S are also giving away two sets of two tickets to the Eagles Washington game next month. If you buy $150 worth of Mitchell and S merch while you're there on Saturday. So come by, talk birds, pick up a nice hoodie, you get a knit hat, a t-shirt. I was there earlier in the week. I bought a nice Mitchell and S mask. Good quality, adjustable. I got a big fat head. So I like the uh, adjustable, bigger face mask. It works really well for me if you're like that out there. Come by. Maybe you win some tickets to the uh, the Eagles-Washington game. And I will say this. I'll throw out the uh, – because we're going to announce the winner of the ticket contest, ticket giveaway, on next week's episode of Odds and Ends. And we will contact those people independently as well. But yeah, I'm throwing this out there. This hasn't even been discussed, but I'm throwing it out there. If you win those tickets – Tailgate on me at Clancy's Tailgate in the wonderful Jetro lot next month. Eat and drink for free on me. Throwing that out there. But yeah, I'm so excited for this. And I'll talk about, you know, my my love affair, Mitchell and S on the podcast on Saturday for sure. I'll probably lead off with that. It's going to be a blast. I'm kind of a dream come true. I'm podcasting at the Mitchell and S store. What a world. Anyway, Eagles. As Merrill Reese once said in the iconic call of the Miracle of the New Meadowlands, he said, there are no medals for valor. And there aren't. But I was at the Eagles game this past Sunday. I was at the link. Four o'clock game, which means a lot of time in the parking lot. Fan base was nice and lubricated. Chargers fans don't travel well. Eagles had a really nice presence at the game. Not We're not approaching 2017 or 2018 levels 
right now, neither in the tailgate scene nor in the stadium itself. That was the best atmosphere that I've been at all season long. That was what their fourth home game. Oh, and four at home. Disgusting. Anyway, really like the crowd, like the energy on Sunday. I wish they went for the black uniforms. I think we need a blackout. It would have been nice riding off that 44 to 6 win to break those out, I think. And maybe they win if they do that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, maybe they win that game if they were the black uniforms. Because I wasn't doing the blackout. I had a Corral Ball Calder jersey on. Good vibes in my head because he had an unbelievable game in 2008 in the original 44 to 6 game. And they were coming off a 44 to 6 win. I like the jersey. Through my Eagles leather jacket on top. I was vibing. Had a great time tailgating. Unfortunately, the game didn't necessarily end. Not necessarily. The game did not flat out end the when end the way. Eagles fans wanted to. But I had a lot of fun. Those last two touchdown drives, the Eagles went down the field, were absolutely electric. That pass from Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith to tie things up at 24 was the most fun moment I've had an Eagles game in what? Like three years. It was unbelievable. And Hurts didn't play super well. But he had a couple of those high leverage, big time, lots of stones, lots of moxie, first down runs. He goes into John Elway helicopter mode, flipping over for the first down. I was screaming my head off. Screaming. I was so excited to be there. And I'm so, so mad that I have this great memory of that game. And I will remember the game with my buddy. He, my dad couldn't go. He had work. So I, one of my friends came with me, my buddy Joe Anzer. Maybe he'll be at the uh, live podcast on Saturday. We shall see. And had a blast. And it just felt like the march of death uh, when the Chargers got the ball back and went down that field and kicked that field goal. And it, it's just a shame. It, it sucks. It sucks. Um, no medals for Valor. I, I don't really like the phrase moral victory, but – I do like saying I enjoyed the football game. I enjoyed watching the Eagles play. I enjoyed being at the link. It wasn't heartbreaking the entire 60 minutes. It didn't feel like there was a knife in my stomach for 60 minutes. I was actually having a good time, living it out with my friends and my family, and just enjoying Eagles football. Because that's that's all I want in life is to enjoy the Eagles, to go to an Eagles game, to watch them on TV, whether I'm at home, my girlfriend, whether I'm at my friend's house, my parents' house, whatever it may be. I just want to enjoy the Eagles. And right now, Lions game was awesome. Lions game was awesome. Beat the snot out of them. And the Chargers game was fun too. So hopefully, and as we're getting to, the Eagles are rolling into Denver. They're playing a 5-4 and four Broncos team. A surprising 5-4, and four, I'd say. And the Eagles are sitting at 3-6. and six. I think this is a winnable game. I think it's a winnable game. Yes, it's a road game. Denver, Colorado has that home field atmospheric favor in their corner. But I think this is a winnable game. Denver's defense, pretty good. Got some numbers for you. I'm more of a kind of a talky, just emotional guy. But I was brought up in the Sam Hankey, Chip Kelly era. That's when I really started becoming a writer in the Philadelphia media scene. But I, I'm bringing out some numbers for you right now. This is for the Denver defense. And these numbers are coming from, respectively, Pro Football Reference and Football Outsiders. When I credit those fine, fine platforms, do so much for football fans and media members alike across the country. Scoring rate for Denver's defense—that means how many, what percentage of 
Denver's possessions, defensive possessions, that they allow the opposing team to score, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. 28.6%. So Denver's opponents are scoring on 28.6% of their possessions against the Broncos. That's the third best mark in the league, which makes sense given that Denver is allowing just 152 points this season. 153, I should say, which is the second fewest in the entire NFL behind the Bills. They are tied for ninth, actually with the Eagles, and yards per play allowed at 5.4. Given the points emphasis, they are kind of a bend-but-don't-break team, it seems. They are fourth in points per drive at 1.67 points per drive. And we can get into the more football outsiders metrics. Their overall defensive DVOA, surprisingly, only 22nd. Past past DVOA, 15th of Battle League average. And run defense DVOA, 23rd. We also have yards per drive. The Broncos are surrendering 32.36 yards per drive, which is the 10th best mark in the league. And their adjusted sack rate is 7.1%, which is tied for 6th. So Von Miller is gone. So those numbers are probably a little bit inflated because of Von Miller, who still leads the Denver. I know he's only been gone for one game, but leads Denver with 4.5 sacks this season. And Bradley Chubb hasn't been playing. So I don't think that Denver defensive line may be as good as that sack rate indicates. And the Eagles offensive line, both run blocking and pass blocking, has been pretty good this season, increasingly better as guys like Lane Dickerson are getting acclimated to the NFL level. So I think the Eagles have a chance. They can run the ball. I will say I've criticized Nick Sirianni a lot on this podcast, and rightfully so, but I will say last two games, Detroit game and the Chargers game, really getting into it as a play caller. I thought the Chargers game, I know Hurts only threw the ball 17 times, only 11 completions, but I thought that was the perfect balance of for this specific game, for the specific opponent, for this Eagles-specific personnel, a great pairing of running the ball and throwing the ball. Eagles ran the ball really successfully. Successfully. Jalen Hurts, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, all did really well to me. And on those two final drives, Jalen Hurts looked really good. Devontae Smith, budding star in this league, dialing up a lot of plays for him. Devontae had five catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. Breakout game for him. Let's keep the momentum going. Yes, he's not going to win rookie of the year. Jamar Chase is surpassing even what Justin Jefferson did in 2020. That doesn't mean Devontae Smith can't be a star and, dare I say, a superstar in his own life. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. 
And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I'm liking the energy right now. Again, I don't consider moral victories, but maybe those people inside that locker room. I know Jalen Hurts is a gamer, has those platitudes. Nick Sirianni is a competition guy. But they played a really good team at home. They had a chance to win. Defense, uh, Jonathan Gannon, I don't, I don't really know what you're doing, pal. Uh, you can't blame everything on coaching, and that goes for both Sirianni and Gannon and coaches all across the league and all across sports, really. Because it's a chicken or the egg scenario, I like to say, where part of its scheme, part of its coaching decisions – but obviously a huge part of it is also personnel. And the Eagles defense is in a disastrous pairing right now because they have a poor scheme under Jonathan Gannon. They have subpar, subpar talent on the back end. Darius Slay playing well this year, playing better than he did in 2020. I have to give him credit there. Steven Nelson as about as good as you could have asked for a one-year staff guy veteran. Linebacking core, a mess. Safety's killed with injuries. And defensive line, pretty good. Not as good as they probably should be. Josh Sweat entered the concussion protocol today, so we'll see what's up with him for Sunday. Derek Barnett, oh, man. I cannot wait till he's out of Philadelphia. It, what do what the other p- players and on the team think of him? You saw the reaction when he had that neutral zone infraction offsides penalty against the Chargers. You know, Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat, their heads just sank, heads in their hands on the field because they're like this guy again, like Nick Sirianni, they saw him against, what was that? The Kansas city game at the link. You saw him mouthing. It's always him. And he's only, that was only his third or third game in Philadelphia. And Nick Sirianni, just like everyone else in the organization, on the team, in the fan base, in the media knows the penalties are always Derek Barnett. He might have more penalties than sacks for all. No, he definitely has more penalties than sacks. I don't know how many tackles he has for all. I know he could have more penalties than tackles. More penalties than QB hits, I think. Can't wait till he's gone. Oh, man. It's a bummer. Uh, I was very in on Barnett in the draft. And I talked myself into every Eagles pick, but I really liked him in the pre-draft process, too. Uh, infamously broke Reggie White's sack record at Tennessee. So, obviously, Eagles fans were eating that up like catnip and gas and Barnett up because, you know, Reggie White, the GOAT. Maybe you come out to Mitchell Ness on Saturday and you buy yourself a nice Reggie White jersey and enter uh, for a chance to win tickets for the Eagles-Washington game, and you can wear that jersey to that game. That would be a good move. I'd recommend it. But I, I think they have a chance at Denver. Could be a fun game. I like a 4 o'clock game. I like a 4 o'clock road game in terms of not being at the stadium. You can get It's more of a dinner move rather than a lunch move in terms of food for the game. Have some fun, have some drinks during the one o'clock games, relax a little bit. And you could sometimes, I've talk, definitely talked about this in the past, where the Eagles lose a one o'clock game. Sometimes I don't even watch the four and eight o'clock game because I'm so, I don't even know what words I can say here. I'm so peed off, so to speak, and so mad that I can't even watch football because I'm so sick to my stomach. They should have been some service for guys whose stomachs hurt because they love the Eagles so much and they lose. They should do that. But I like the four o'clock road game, chilling. Things get dark in Philadelphia now, well, dark across the country because of uh, savings time. And has that fall winter atmosphere. You're sitting, 
You have probably a nice pair of sweatpants on. Maybe you got some slippers, some Crocs, or you're wearing a fresh pair of Nikes or Jordans. I rock those a lot. I have some Crocs too. I'm versatile, baby. And you're wearing your favorite T-shirt. Maybe you're just wearing a T-shirt and sweats. I have a pair of Eagle sweatpants. They have a number. I bought them on uh, from Rare Vintage. I've had the uh, Casey Pitt from uh, Rare Vintage on the podcast, I believe, two off seasons ago. Great website to check out if you love vintage sportswear, specifically Philadelphia. Uh, Eagles gray sweatpants. Everyone loves gray sweatpants, especially in Philadelphia. And they have a number nine embroidered on the thigh. And like 99% sure these are from the Rodney Pete era when he wore number nine. He started the playoff game for the birds. And it's not Nick Foles, but I pretend it's Nick Foles. But they're very comfortable. Could break them out on Sunday. We'll see. Maybe I pick up something new at Mitchell Ness during the BGN Radio Live podcast on Saturday. So we don't even know yet what I'm going to do. Have a pair of Mitchell Ness Eagle shorts. Bought them earlier this season. Incredible. Incredible. Comfy, fit well. And they have a nice, thick jersey material. Some really nice stripe paneling on there. High quality. High quality. Maybe I'll rock those. Relaxing some shorts. Maybe a nice, comfy, long sleeve tee. Maybe I pick again. Maybe I pick one up on Sunday, Saturday. But we'll see. Uh, Gannon, Eagles defense. Yeah, uh, Bridgewater is Teddy Bridgewater, the Denver Broncos starting quarterback. Is definitely a captain checkdown guy, and he's completing, I think, I want to say seventy point three percent of his passes this year. I'm looking it up real quick because I want to give you, I want to give you all the best information possible. He is completing 70.2. I was close. Yeah, so he's completing 70.2% of his passes this year. The Eagles are allowing opposing quarterbacks to complete 75.5% of their passes this year, which is the highest mark in league history. Five different passers have completed at least 80% of their passes against the Eagles. And I worry Teddy Bridgewater might do that himself against the Birds on Sunday. But we'll see. We'll see. And that's it for me. That's some fun. Get a little quick, quick info at you. And definitely wanted to plug the uh, the live podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for the Denver game. And, you know, uh, I'm liking the Eagles. Uh, I'm enjoying the team right now. And it sucks they're not really contending. And you don't really have an answer at quarterback. But, again, I reiterate once again that it's just nice to enjoy an Eagles game. Because that really didn't happen at all last year. And even in 2019, even though they won the division, and I would guess you could say unspectacular fashion, wasn't a fun season. And three and six overall isn't a fun season. They've, you know, gotten me so angry at times. But the last two weeks, I've enjoyed being an Eagles fan. And most of my time in my life, I really can't say that. So I'm gracious right now. I'm not saying just because the expectations and stakes are low. I'd much rather be nervous about a great Eagles game, getting nervous every week, getting excited, getting uh, anxious. But it is what it is right now. Maybe some people are going out there to Denver. Have a nice time. I think that's the best road trip you could have done this year. Perfect time of the year. Never been to Denver, never been to Colorado, but it seems like such a beautiful area. I was supposed to go there. I had a, I had a trip booked, uh, and then COVID happened, and uh, I never ended up going with, with my girlfriend, unfortunately. Maybe I'll get out there eventually. Just didn't work out this year in terms of going there for the Eagles game specifically. I think I am actually going to go in a one Eagles road game in my life. Eagles at Titans in Nashville. 
in 2018, week four of the Super Bowl defense season. Did not go well. Eagles losing overtime. Infamous, infamous game in Eagles lore. But I think I'm going to go up to the Eagles-Jets game at the Meadowlands on December 5th. So if you're heading up there, Jersey Eagles fan there, hit me up. Maybe we can link up and tailgate. I'm excited to go there. And even if the Eagles aren't really in it, uh, the Jets certainly aren't in it. They're in it even less than the Eagles are. So maybe we can have a nice contingent of Birds fans up there and sort of take over the stadium because that would just be fun. Even if the Eagles are bad, just have some fun. All right. I do think they win. I haven't picked them to win in the BGN poll. I'm second amongst all of the BGN staff members. Big flex for me. Just two games behind Brandon Lee Gallon for the best pick on record this year. And I, did, I picked the Chargers in the poll last week. Picked the Eagles against the Lions, but mostly have not picked the Eagles this season. But I'm going to pick them against Denver. I know Denver's 5-4. and four. They had a huge, huge win against the Cowboys. They won 30-16. to 16. Huge win. A win I liked. Someone uh, in the tailgate spot next to me at Injetro had a, like, mini TV. They were streaming the Broncos, Dallas. And so I was watching a little bit of that and just getting score updates. And it was great to see uh, Dallas lose like that. Uh, so I thank Denver for that. But now I do the fake handshake, slide your hand behind your head finger gun move at them because it's on on Sunday afternoon. It's on. That's it for me. Again, obviously, come to Mitchell and Ness on Saturday. Buy some retro gear. You can't make it. You're not in the Philly area. Stream it on the BGN YouTube channel. Really excited. You couldn't tell. As always, subscribe, leave a review, podcast platform of choice. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Bleeding Green. Well, that's the Bleeding Green Nation Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta. You can follow me. At Seamus underscore Clancy on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to read bleedinggreennation.com. I also write for SB Nation's Sixers site, libertyballers.com. So if you love the Sixers, I feel like a lot of Eagles fans probably do. Check out our Sixers content on there. It's awesome. And as I say, as always, keep bleeding green. And...